So I want to talk for a few minutes this morning, about five minutes on the principles of giving. We've noticed a, a drop in tithes and offerings or giving over the last few years in the church. And uh, so I just want to say a few words to encourage us, um, all of us, that includes me, uh, in the process. And, you know, as people that belong to this community, we have the responsibility to ensure that there's enough finances available to support the work of the ministry amongst us. And um, there's, of course, a requirement on those of us who administer that, uh, the finances, to be good stewards of everything that's received and to be accountable for that and to be open um, in that. But, of course, if there's a lack of um, resource to support the vision, then we all have a responsibility in that. And I just want to spend a few minutes, as I said this morning, just looking at some of the principles around tithes and offerings, just to encourage us all. So this is not going to be too heavy. Okay, this is not about pulling out a big stick and beating everybody, but this is just looking at some of the principles around giving. So, <laughs> the principles of tithing. So some of this will come not as, inf- I mean, not as new information, but it's just a reminder, yes? So the first thing is, the principle of tithing was established before the law. Yes, Abraham gave to Melchizedek the tenth of everything. That's in Genesis 14. Um, the second principle is in the Old Testament, tithing, people were expected and instructed to give both tithes and offerings. We're going to look at a little bit in more detail around that. There's a whole pile of scriptural references for that, Leviticus 27, Numbers 18, and Deuteronomy 12, and Deuteronomy 14. And in the New Testament, we're encouraged by Paul in 2 Corinthians to give generously as an expression of a heart given over to God and with a smile. We're going to talk a bit more about hilarious giving in a moment. Because who finds giving hilarious? (laughs) There we go. So what is a tithe? Anyone? Ten. Yes, 10%. In the Old Testament, it was 10% of the harvest. So 10% of, the, of uh, the first fruits or things that were produced and they were brought to the temple. The second thing is the, they were brought first. So first fruits, I've already mentioned that. It was the first tenth, not the back tenth or nine or eight or three, <laughs> but the first tenth. Um, before the remainder of the harvest was to be enjoyed. And they were used to sustain those who ministered in God's house. So that was Old Testament-type principles of tithing. What is offering? These were in addition. So these were extra. And they were generally for specific purposes, for things like building the temple or constructing the tabernacle or whatever it was. People were encouraged to give. They were encouraged to bring offerings. And they were also free acts of free will. Um, or I suppose, or acts of, uh, sorry, as a free will act of worship and thanksgiving. And they were not related to harvest or earnings or anything like that. They were just extra, as I said. And there were some consequences in the Old Testament for not tithing, yeah, which is the tough bit. Karen is laughing in the front. In Malachi, yeah, people were accused of robbing God and not bringing the whole tithe into the storehouse. And as a result of that, God's house lacked food. And 
people's own harvests were suffering. Yeah, blight and shortage. So that's the Old Testament. Let's look at some of the New Testament stuff. As I said, this is only a few minutes. So the first thing is, Jesus, in fact, I think there's only one reference, thank you, Richard, um, for uh, and the uh, reference that Jesus makes to tithing. Um, and that is in the story where um, he condemns the Pharisees for tithing mint and dill and cumin, but neglecting other provisions and more weightier provisions of the law, such as, such as justice and mercy and faithfulness. Um, so Jesus confirmed actually that we should be bring, you know, that we should um, have practiced. He says actually they should have practiced the uh, tithing without neglecting the other bits. Sorry, you should have practiced, um, I got myself confused there, uh, justice, mercy, and faithfulness without um, ignoring tithing. Um, And actually, he goes on to say that if we don't do the acts of uh, justice, mercy, and faithfulness, actually tithing has little value. So it's much more around heart and much more around the process um, that Jesus is around our heart in the process of giving but giving other things as well in the, in the community. The second thing is if we look at some of the um, New Testament letters, Paul doesn't mention tithing specifically. However, in 1 Corinthians, he affirms that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. Um, in other words, those who minister full-time shouldn't expect to have to earn an income outside of the church. And the passage, passage draws a direct comparison to those who serve in the temple and also affirms that the principle, just as the Levites were provided for out of the tithes of the people, so ministers in the church should also be provided for out of the giving of the people. And that's in 1 Corinthians 9. And then the last note is, which is the bit I mentioned earlier, 2 Corinthians verse 9, as Paul reiterates the principle found in Malachi, that those who give generously will receive greater blessing back from God. And he encourages us to do that in fact, he instructs us to do that hilariously and to give generously. Um, there's some benefits for doing that, of course, is that our needs get met as well. So those are just some of the background, and I've got three points which will take one minute, really, just to bring to you, uh, which is about the encouragement. So hilarious and generous giving. Yes? <laughs> some nervous, I'm nervous, <laughs> some nervous giggles. <laughs> But really, as what I said, God, most of all, is looking for a generous heart. And it's generous in lots of things. And giving is just one of those things and one of those elements and aspects of living this life where we have committed ourselves to him. If we withhold our giving, we restrict the flow of God's blessing. That doesn't mean blessing doesn't come, but we restrict it. If If we are generous then God's unrestricted blessing flows through us, and that's probably the main thing. It flows through us first and then to us. So we benefit from that flow rather than just being a, a cul-de-sac, if I can call it. Uh, we need to be a, a vessel that we, where blessing is flowing through. The second thing is, is our gifts are given to God. Yeah? They're not given to the local church. But you need to hear me on this. They're brought to the local church. They're given here, but they're actually given to God. So that is our first and foremost is our thing is that we bring our gifts locally, but it's a gift to God. 
You know, it's not about, it's not primarily to support the work and activity here. It's about obedience and being obedient to God that we need to give and be generous givers. And that's what God expects of us. So it's to bring that here. So the place we give the gifts to the local church, but we actually give them to God as a surrender that we are a heart that's surrendered to him. And we give that to him. And the third principle, of course, is the Malachi principle. If we give generously and hilariously, God will bless us. So this is not about restriction. This is about making sure that we, and I suppose in one sense, selfishly, if we want to ensure blessing, then give. Yeah? Give unrestrictedly if you can, because that's what we're called to do. So that was just a few uh, points and things just to encourage us to give. If you've got any questions or you want to challenge me on anything or you want some further clarification or notes, please come and see me afterwards. See Richard as well. Both of us are available for chatting. Um, it is a sensitive subject. I appreciate that. But the important thing is, is we want to see the work continued here in Beverly. And we want to see God's kingdom come here in Beverly. And for that, we all have a part to play. And we all have a responsibility to be part of that. And so that's the reason for having a chat this morning. Thank you.